Welcome to Artful, a community committed to championing artists and creative misfits from all walks of life. This show gives you an insider's look into the real, scrappy lives of artists creating with purpose, including interviews with beatboxers, graffiti writers, DJs, chefs, photographers, designers, illustrators, filmmakers, and music artists from around the globe, as well as insights and inspiration from yours truly. I'm Gabe Ratliff, an award-winning artist, coach, entrepreneur, and fellow misfit. All right, let's do this. saw this woman yesterday. It was going around on Twitter. This woman just was like going off on this Asian girl who was stretching at the stairs. And she's like, just going off on her for nothing. Like, and she's telling her to get out of here. They don't, she doesn't belong here. And that she was blocking the stairs and she's like, there's stairs all over. Meanwhile, it's a fucking park. Like you can walk on the grass and she's just like yelling at this girl. And the girl's being very chill and she's being mean. And this like old white woman. And then at the end, she's like, why are you wearing black in California's sun? Like she's actually judging her for wearing black, like workout gear. Cause she's, she's stretching to go run, you know? And so she's in like black workout clothes. And I'm just like, how are you that angry? You know, like I'm watching, like, that's the things that I'm seeing. Uh, and just people being so despicable. And I'm just like, how are you, like, how are you not exhausted being that angry for no fucking reason? You know? So like, that's the things that I'm seeing, but I feel like that has no, that doesn't seem relevant to me about my show and my mission, you know? So I'm conflicted. It's like, I want, I want to be, I want to share how I feel, you know, uh, and and the things that are on the other side that are like beautiful and like, you know, how people are showing up in amazing ways. I don't know if you saw the Emmanuel Acho, the football player, he's doing the uncomfortable conversations with a black man. He just started that. I've been promoting those, but he, this, the, the, the one he just did was with Matthew McConaughey where they sit down together. The first one was just himself. And it's amazing. Cause he lays out like, what are we looking for in allies? Like, what does this mean? What does that mean? You know, what, where are we? But then he did this one with Matthew McConaughey and, and McConaughey had put some questions together of like, you know, to, to help us move forward. And it was a beautiful conversation and it was like very authentic. Um, and it was very like, they were like letting each other like share where they were coming from. And it was like, you could, you could see there was this purpose of moving forward but it has me just really confused about how to move forward because I, I I was very clear about how to move forward up until last week. I have no idea how to move forward now. That's why last week I was just like, I'm just going to cut this from the mastermind where I talk about these two exercises I did and how they were helpful and like still honor the commitment I have but I just can't do it. I can't, I didn't want to record anything. I didn't, I tried three days in a row. And then this week I've gotten to Thursday and I'm like, I don't know what to say. Cause that's been like a 
a big thing for me. Like it's like wanting to have allyship and stand proud in my space as an anti-racist, especially after the things I've been watching and reading. Um, but it's also like trying to figure out where my place is and all that, you know? Um, and like what I want to say right now, because right now I'm just mad and I'm sad and I'm just ashamed and I just see, I'm seeing such despicable people. I highly recommend those, uh, the uncomfortable conversations with a black man. Cause McConaughey actually reads a quote and I can't, I can't for the life of me remember who it was. Uh, for some reason I'm thinking of Washington Carver, but I don't, I don't think that's who it was, but he reads this really awesome quote. It was just so beautiful, but he was basically saying like, we still haven't achieved the America that we set forth to be, you know, we still haven't arrived. And that's where I, and that was something they were both. And I mean, even, even Emmanuel sits back and he's like, wow, that's powerful. And it is because it's so true. Like we're not there. I just really appreciated, you know, two humans, two different color meeting in the middle to have this compromising conversation about uncompromising as humans, you know, like how to move forward and like sharing this information of like, what is it for you? What is it like for you? Black man who's been, you know, amongst this community, it's been oppressed for 500 goddamn years, you know, pardon my French. And then, and then, and then here I am recognizing my privilege, but wanting to be an ally, having this conversation, you know, and, and then sharing that quote. And it was really cool because he shared it. He had it, he was prepared. He had prepared questions and he like was getting answers for us and for himself, you know, but, but he shared this quote and I just was like, man, that's really awesome because it was, it was powerful because you realize like we haven't. Yet. And then I, shortly after I saw this like old woman, like yelling at this Asian girl. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's not like, she's like this young, you know, young Asian girl just out like going to run and she's getting yelled at from this old white lady. And I'm like, how can you seriously be this like angry? And I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like how people have that. I don't care about nurture versus nature. Your parents didn't like, you know, whatever. I know that's part of the problem because I grew up in the South, but it just, I can't get it, you know? And it's just like, it's driving me nuts because I, I, I see it and I just break down, you know, I just break down because I, I like, I, I get, I then get angry. I don't want to actually hurt that person, but I get so angry that I'm like, how can you want to fucking hurt this person? And like, be so angry. And like, like I could see, she's like this old woman, this old, and I know I'm being like completely not politically correct, but like this elderly woman is like so mad. You can see she's like wanting to be violent, like wanting to be physical with this young girl who could totally beat the shit out of her. Right. And I'm just like, how can you be that angry to somebody you don't even know? She's not done anything. She was like, you blocked the sidewalk. And I'm like, she blocked the sidewalk because she's stretching to go running in the park. That's public. And I was thinking about how we haven't arrived to this place of like, what are, what we actually set forth. 
And then we watched the 13th last night. So it was like, that was the arc of the day. You know, we like watched that and I was just like waterworks, but you think like, this is, they've been dealing with this. The sixties was just like a drop in the lake. I'm not a, a violent person. I hate bullies. My dad is a bully. I grew up being bullied. I was bullied as a weirdo, you know, so I get it. That's why I want to be a champion for creative misfits, right? Is like, that's part of where this all comes from is because like I was, and I still fight that, you know, I still, I'm fighting. I want to be the champion for people who are being bullied. And so, but now it's not just creatives, right? It's like, now it's like an entire species of humans, right? That like we're, and I just, I, I want the same thing. I want everyone to just be equal and have equity, not just equality, but equity. Cause I learned the difference over the last couple of years of my interviews and people I've been speaking to about race, sexism, racism, all of it. That being said, I, I watch this stuff and you see how corrupt, like in the 13th, right? Like you just see how it's like, there's so much money and there's so much power and there's so much commitment to the dark side because ever since the slave ships first left Europe and like brought people here that's been their path of like being oppressed and being like less than and it's like i keep thinking like how do we how do we use our innovative creative brains to circumvent i'm not going to use the word trump to circumvent this it's like how how to be smart, how to be educated enough and informed enough, how to be creative and innovative enough to build this army of people. I talked about this with Sean Don on our episode about like being these like peaceful warriors, right? Like how to be peaceful warriors, like love and light. Like I, I, that's been my mission. Keep putting out positive things. And it's taken me a minute to like get this out, but I was just trying to get to the fact that like I get angry about it and I know violence isn't the answer, but it makes me so upset to see that somebody has that much physical aggression and anger and like emotional, like, it's like, how are you that upset? But it's these white, white, you know, and I wonder it's not generational, right? Like I used to think, oh, it's a generational thing. Like maybe this new generation is going to have like, which I think they have an element of it. I don't know. I just like that. There's so many questions right now. And it's just like, when you watch the sixties and you see, it's the same fucking thing. The black man who's in this nice suit with a hat and he just keeps getting shoved by this white dude. And then they cut to this black girl in a crowd. And there's like a guy who's in the um, Kiwanis club or one of those clubs. Right. And he's got the hat on and it's just this old white dude. And he's like shoving like angrily this black woman to get out of the crowd. And you can see he's like so mad. And it just makes me so upset, you know, that and I'm like, I, I don't, I can't, um, I can't understand how, where that comes from when they didn't do anything to you. 
like how you can be so mad. I, I, I understand the like political slash religious wars, right? Because they've, it's got a very long sorted history, right? And there's so much, it's all again, corrupt. And like, it's because people have been twisted and now people have gotten so smart about how to hack things and tweak things and like fake news. And now fake news is fucked real news, you know? And it's like, it's gotten so twisted, but even in, and what makes me so distraught about it is that even in a pandemic, we've broken, was it 110,000? And they're thinking 145 in the next couple of months. And I'm just like, how many fucking people do we have to lose? Cause now you have cops killing people. I see stuff pop up on Twitter every day that they're not talking about on the news. And I'm like, how, how much has to happen? How many people have to finally be dead before people go, you know what? Maybe the police force is jacked up. Maybe the prison industrial complex is jacked up. Maybe, you know what? You are human. Why have I been so mad at, you know, it's like, what does it take? Because even when people lash out and shove people, the elderly man that got pushed and it cracked his head open. I was like, I lost it. I saw that. And you see the guy angrily just shove him, this elderly man who is no threat. And he cracks his fucking skull. And the guy next to him goes to help him. And he grabs him and pull, the same guy that pushed him, picks him and pulls him over. And is like, no, we had to keep going. And I'm just like, you are, we pay for you to protect us. And you literally shove this guy down. And cracked his head open. For what? Like, what, what happened to you? One of the guys I follow, Matt Diavella, he just did, a, he was like, I didn't know what to say and do. And he did a video and he's farther along as far as like being like a YouTube creator, you know, so he has a big audience and he's actually asking them to donate. They're going to, he and his wife are going to match and all stuff. And I supported that. I shared that on, you know, cause I want to help that cause. But yeah, it's it's just like I I commend people. I said this to Ice T. I follow Ice T, and he's like very vocal right now, you know. But he's been vocal, right? He had like body count and cop killer and all that stuff. I mean, just thirty years ago, and he's he's like, guys, I've been out here thirty plus years, still doing my thing. And I actually responded. And I was like you know what, most of all, thank you for what you do, but thank you most of all for your persistence. Cause I mean, it's like beautiful to me when I think about how persistent they've been and you look at the thread of decades of like, you know, Dr. King and Malcolm X and like all of these people over the years, Maya Angelou, you know, Oprah Winfrey, like all of these people. And you're like, God, you have like elevated to this level of humanity that has over like it's over what we have done because we've had a silver spoon. That's what I was thinking about this morning. We've had a silver spoon in our mouths, our entire lives as white people. We've all had a silver spoon. doesn't matter how poor or rich you've been. We've all had it. And that's been, a t that was the tough thing to swallow to be like, doesn't matter how hard you had it. All of us have had a silver spoon because of our skin, even though 
there's a lot of us out there like us that don't look at that. We don't think that way, but like, then you start to realize there's like being supportive of everyone, no matter their color, but then there's being anti-racist and that's what's now come out about being an ally to people who deserve allyship and support because they haven't even gotten to the same level of equity and equality. So it's just, man, it's just tough. You know, the 13th, Hey, watch it, (laughs) go watch this stuff. Cause I learned so much in that couple of hours, you know, that's, you can read books, but to be able to watch that and have it be constructed for you in two hours and like get this information and see that arc. That's the beauty of good storytellers like Ava is that you get this arc of like, this is what this shit has been like, kids. <laughs> you know, and you have to understand, like people, it's out of sight, out of mind. That's the problem. It's out of sight, out of mind. And they like, when you realize that when the 13th Amendment was literally one of the early loopholes to keep slavery with a new name by the prison industrial complex and how they just managed to keep that twisted fucked up and lucrative, like ridiculously lucrative decision. And it's like, Oh no, we, we did it. We made it awesome. Like we're good. We're, we're awesome people. We're free. And you're like, no, no. And that's something that's been bothering me is like, we're not free because we're not the country that our ancestors set forth the foundation for us to eventually be. That's how I think we live our best lives as a human, right? Like whether you believe in Christianity, Buddhism, whatever it might be, you know, and all the religions and philosophies I've studied, I feel like it always just comes back to like just being kind and loving and supportive and like finding purpose, you know, that's come up a lot in my work sharing with people like purpose. It's like, figure out your, figure out your thing. What is it? What are the things you love? What are the things you're good at? But then you find purpose and that's like the third cog, you know? And I think that's the one that brings it all together. When you think about like the meaning of life, it's like find purpose and then give meaning to what you do because you're helping others with it. That work has purpose. So even in times like this, where it's hard, it's what keeps you going, you know, and keeps you going through the hard times and like pushing forward. It's what's this, what kept so many people of color and people that have been marginalized going is because they have this purpose, whether you're looking to, you know, go to heaven or Valhalla, you know, it's like just being a good human but I just don't understand how it's so hard for people. Cause it's like, they're afraid of something that it's like the boogeyman. These people are like the boogeyman, somebody, whatever they want to call it. And I just don't get it. Cause it's not like going away. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what I keep thinking about is like, it's not like these people are going away. We can't, it's never going to be just a white world ever. So it's like this, like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, just that thirteenth documentary has just been God. It's just been like weighing on me so heavy because you think about 
decades and decades and decades and decades and like how politics and religion and, and, and profit have all been in bed with each other for keeping people down. Like we just finished watching Queer Eye season five and I literally was waterworks every single episode. Cause I'm like, this is change. This is change because they, I mean, they're so good at their craft, no matter who it is, they're helping men, women, gay, straight, black, white, doesn't matter. But you see the transformation occur over this week and you see these people find their value and their worth and themselves again, witnessing transformation occur and witnessing people empowered for who they are and like, you know, who know who they are and they're empowered in it. They're not wavering in front of other people. Like Jonathan Van Ness is my favorite. This embodiment of non-binary. I am not a label. I'm just me. You're just like, I love you. You're so adorable. And you're just being you. Those are role models to me because they're, they're such ambassadors for being who you are and owning your, you know, your, your mess is your message, as Robin Roberts says. Well, that's it for this episode. Whether this is your first time listening or you're already a fan, thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed the show. All links and show notes for this episode can be found at theartful.co slash podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what you hear and want to be a guest or know someone that's a good fit, go to theartful.co slash guest. And if you want to leave me a note about an idea or topic for the show, go to theartful.co slash speakpipe. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep being artful.